Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Friday the 29th of September as the Flyers will have preseason game number three tonight coming up in Boston. The last of their road preseason games. Three on the road to start it and then three at home starting on Saturday. So tomorrow the Flyers will be at Wells Fargo Center. We'll get a chance to see the new era of orange jerseys on the ice for the first time at Wells Fargo. That'll be against the Devils. Then coming up on Monday, uh, the Boston Bruins will be in town and they'll wrap up the preseason on Thursday, six days from now against the New York Islanders. Who haven't we seen so far in preseason? Well, we haven't seen Owen Tippett in games. We haven't seen Travis Konechny, Travis Sandheim, Rasmus Ristolainen, Mark Stahl, we have not seen Cam Atkinson in a preseason game. He was back at practice yesterday and looked like his mobility was very good. He looks like he was really probably the best I've seen him move all camp. Uh, so good to see Cam Atkinson back out there. But we have yet to see him in a preseason game. And we thought we were going to see him in game number one against the Devils. It didn't happen. Morgan Frost we haven't seen in a preseason game. Joel Farabee, Nick Sealer, uh, Mark Stahl, as I mentioned, Sean Walker, and Carter Hart are the guys that we have yet to see in the preseason. So who will we see tonight? Well, we're not sure yet. We'll find out tonight, but I imagine some of those guys, and obviously a lot of those veteran guys aren't going to take the the bus up to Boston. They'll have a younger group going there, and then they'll have a slightly more veteran group. And as we get more and more to the end till next Thursday, that's when we'll start to see some indications of exactly what the lineup may look like. And the roster, still some big decisions to be made, including regarding our guest in this episode, Wade Allison. But we'll get to him in just a second. Um, Flyers did do some business yesterday. Uh, Danny Briere announced that goaltender Carson Bjarnason was loaned back to the Brandon Weekings of the Western Hockey League. And that's a loan because he did sign that entry-level contract. I just listened to an interview with Carson uh, after the draft, and I think it was before prospect camp back in the summer that he did with my good buddy Kevin Woodley. Kevin, Kevin Woodley's been on this podcast before. He's the goalie guru and from Ingle Magazine. And did a great interview with Carson Bjarnason. And his idols are Carey Price and Carter Hart. And he also has something else in common with Carter Hart, and that is the love of the instrument of the guitar. And there's a lot of goalies that play guitar, myself included. And he's another guy that plays the guitar. So maybe him and Carter... Uh, can get together, write some songs, and uh, take the show on the road in the summertime uh, in some off-season. But great to hear Carson Bjarnason in that uh, that interview. Really well-rounded, well-spoken, and mature young goaltender. And we're looking forward to watching his development and hope he has a great season with the Brandon Wee Kings. Now, our guest on this episode is a guy that's fighting. It's a tough situation at right wing. There's not a lot of you know openings there for guys to just slot in. And even though he played last year in the NHL and played 60 games, he still is not guaranteed a spot. It's a, you know, Wade Allison has got to put his best game on the ice to earn a spot on the roster. And like I said, he played 60 games last year. He had nine goals, six assists, and 15 points. He's played 75 NHL games, 13 goals, nine assists, and 22 points in that time. He was a 52nd overall pick of the uh, Flyers back in the 2016 NHL entry draft. It was a second-round pick, and he is our guest of honor in this episode. So here's my conversation with one cool dude. It's Wade Allison. Uh, joining us from Flyers training camp is Flyers winger Wade Allison. Allie, how was the summer? 
had a great summer. I uh, worked hard, played some golf, had some fun, enjoyed myself. Uh, got to see some family, some friends, and uh, just ready to go now. How's the golf game? Where Where is it at? Is it evolving, getting better? Where's your golf game at these days? It's getting better, but it's still shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the problem? Putting, uh, approaches, you know, off the tee? Uh, from the tee to the hole usually is where I struggle. Well, that's I'm really good at getting to the next hole, but uh, so that's where I struggle. And the 19th hole is always a good <laughs> one as well. Uh, what did you do to kind of unplug from last season? You, you know, the grind of an NHL season isn't just physical. It's mental. It's emotional. There's a lot of elements going to You guys are not machines. You have to decompress. What's that period like for you? And what would you do? Uh, I went back home, lived on the farm for three, four weeks, did a little farm work with my dad, played a little golf with my dad and my brother, just hung out with my mom, my sister, and just kind of did nothing. Be, just be, not be a hockey player. Just be a son and a brother and all that, right? Yeah, just be a person, right? I mean, uh, a lot of people forget that we are people out here, right? We make the same mistakes you make every day. We got the same issues you deal with. And so I just, yeah, just go back, live on the farm, relax, you know, no, no real pressure on me to do nothing. You know, I get three, three, four weeks to myself, go see some friends and have a couple drinks and just relax online. Um, your process of training for this season this summer did it has it changed at all now that you're a pro and you've gone through that grind that we talked about you know your approach to training or anything like that anything specific you want to work on or avoid um just taking care of the body more um i mean it's always been something i've focused a lot on right but as you get older the body needs a little bit more attention here and there and to be a better friend to yourself yeah right fix fix certain things um just, I mean, I'm I'm older right now. I'm a little bit wiser. I've, I've been through a little bit of the shit, right? So it's not that my mindset's changed. It's just that I have helped myself with uh, just the way I think, you know, the way things upstairs go and just the way I approach things. It's the same approach, but just, just different, you know, more experience. So, you know, when tendencies happen and you see when things happen where, where you can correct them and and correct them before they go off the rails. Do, do you come to kind of those thoughts, conclusions, and, and way of doing things on your own? Do you, do you lean on somebody for that? Do you watch maybe certain guys on YouTube or stuff like that to kind of come to, like, those mental awareness elements? Because I think they're really important. Some people come to them on their own. Some people see something and they go, okay, let me try and maybe employ some of that. Yeah, I mean, you hear something on the Internet. You read something in a book of uh... – I've been reading a lot lately, last few years, and just uh, you read something and you're like, oh, shit, okay, that that makes a little bit of sense there. And then you dig a little deeper on yourself, right, on your own, and you uh, kind of figure things out. And you're like, oh, okay, this is this is why this is happening. This is the tendencies that keep happening. This is why certain things go the way that they do and, and why certain, why other things go, you know, different ways, right? So it's, uh, yeah, just, just having a strong mind, right? Um, just being aware of your thoughts, selecting them every day the same way you select your clothes, right? Just well, like, you're learning something about yourself every day. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just trying to grow as a human being, right? As much as I'm a hockey player, right? I'm also a person, right? And so there's plenty of life after hockey, and I want to make sure I'm good, strong, and healthy, and have a have a good mind on my shoulders, right? And one day be a good dad and a good husband and uh, just a great friend. Man, what an awesome thing that you just said. I love that you said that. Let me ask you about your game. Let's go back to the simple form here. And what did you work on this summer? One thing you and I talked about at exit interviews was we didn't see your shot as much as 
I would like. I've seen that shot, that release. That is a huge weapon in your arsenal. What do you got to do to get that shot more opportunities with that shot? Because you'll score more goals if you get it more. Yeah, I mean, you got to put yourself in the right spots, right? Right situations to, to get it off, to be open for the puck, right? I mean, you can get the puck in the same spot, but if you're not ready for it, then you can't get it off because, it's, I mean, milliseconds out there mean a lot, right? So it's just working on the two-touch on and off, you know. Um, just, uh, I spent a lot of time on my shot this summer, actually, just making sure that that when I do get those opportunities, right, as, as rare as they come, it's uh, make sure that they go in the net when they need to. Is that something you've always worked on? You, some people are, are natural shooters, but a lot of guys got to really work on it. There's work that goes into it if you want to get an elite level shot. For the, the young players that listen, the parents that have kids that are trying to develop the shot, what, what did you do to get to have that weapon? Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of shots. Just in the sneakers, in the garage, Just outside? The I got, I'll show you a funny picture later. Um, so yeah, destroy just, garage doors and stuff like that? Yeah, just like uh, yeah. the net in between two bales of the railroad tie on top so I don't miss, right? And if you really miss, then you got to go chase the puck. So mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the punishment. For Incentive. Yeah. yeah, right? So it's, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, right? The more time you put into anything, the better you get, right? And just looking at how elite players shoot the puck and how they get in the position to do it. And just, uh, yeah, study it a lot. I work with my trainer a lot on that. It's interesting because, you know, elite scores, I watch it as well from a from the goaltending perspective, and the ability to change release points and change angles is such an enormous thing. What's it like to try and score on NHL goalies? Because they giveth and taketh away, and they may show you something knowing that they're going to bait you into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, certain spots from certain angles don't look open, but become open when you pull or do certain things, right? And I mean... If you're a certain distance out, you're wasting your time shooting it at the glove, right? Pitch That's when you want to throw it on the yeah. throw it on the pads, right? Give somebody else an opportunity for a rebound. Um, yeah, just uh, just trying to figure out what uh, how they move, where they move, what their thoughts are, and just uh, just be smart with it. As a guy, like I always got this sense from you that you're always very aware of your surroundings and the vibe and those kind of things, and you've proven that in this discussion. There's a vibe here now. You know, there's been a lot of changes behind the scenes with Keith Jones coming in as the president and Danny as the GM and Torts is here and Dan Hilferty running things. But do you get a sense of that vibe as well? This kind of, it feels really fresh right now and pointed in a specific direction. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of changes in the off season, a lot of changes in the office. Just, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, it's fresh. Fresh was a good word to say it. You know, everybody's revitalized, ready to come. We're here to win. We're not here to to tank or anything like that. Fuck that. We're here to win, and we're here to win now, and we're going to start building the blocks every day and, and uh, just keep chipping away, and uh, we'll be successful. Last question for you. As a pro, you know, it's, it's now your job. But in watching you play, I always feel like there's a – like a, a boiling over of joy in your game and the way you play it. Like you like the whole – the culture of this and stuff like that, the culture of the game and, you know, breaking balls in the room with the boys and the whole thing. Is it as fun as a pro as it was all those other years that made you love this game? Uh, it's different. It's I like... Because uh, it is a business. It's a business, right? It's it's a job, right? But at the end of the day, it's, it's what I love to do. This was my dream as a kid, and I try and wake up every morning and be grateful for it no matter how my body feels or what the grind is ahead of us. So you just wake up, be grateful to be there, be happy, you know, you show up with a smile on your face and you, 
you know, bust a few balls here and there when you got to, but uh, just part of the learning to be a pro aspect is just when and when not to do it, right? It's uh, certain times you got to buckle down. And I would say, uh, I mean, I had a lot of fun in college, right? It's uh, it's always great being a top line player and playing a lot and being counted on um, for the special things. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still love it, right? This is uh, it's a lot farther than I ever thought I'd get. So I'm grateful to be here. I'm going to give you my best and uh, do it with a smile on my face. And and knowing all along the way that nothing lasts forever. So but while you're here, fucking enjoy it. And I'm not going to play forever, right? So while I'm playing, you know, this is uh, – I'm trying to appreciate the good days before they're over, you know, before I can – before I'm sitting on my couch and got a wife and kids. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, I missed it, right? Yeah. I missed being – I didn't capitalize on I everything it could give me. It, right? You know, I wasn't grateful for it when I had it, right? You, you know, you always – you never appreciate the good old days until you're – not in them anymore, right? But fuck, Ali, you're going to be playing beer league when you retire until you're 60. Yeah, I know it. I'll play this game forever. I, I love it too much not to. Well, when you retire, we may have a spot on my beer league team for you. <laughs> thanks for doing this, man. Great yeah. great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for everything. Thanks to Wade Allison. Man, I, I love the stuff he had to say about perspective and enjoying it while you got it. You know, so often when you get something, you, you don't enjoy actually having it, something you've work towards and Wade Allison is enjoying every moment of it and working hard and he's got to work hard and uh, to earn his spot on this roster we'll see how that plays out through Cam but thanks to Wade Allison for joining us and thanks to you for listening weekend off we'll be back Monday with Bill Meltzer it'll be another brand new edition of Flyers Daily Mondays with Meltzer so join us then on a brand new Flyers Daily